The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Hello, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. I am so glad you are able to join NUMA Podcast today. The key text for this podcast is the gospel according to St. John chapter 15 verse number 1 to 11. I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me, and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands, and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Join me as I pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, 
I thank you today for this privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. And I ask, Lord, that you sanctify the sound of my voice so that as many that will listen to this podcast will be blessed. And Lord, I ask you today that you will also touch the heart of the listeners of Numa Podcast, that wherever they may be across the world, they will receive your blessings in their lives. And Father, I know that you have called us into personal relationship with you. And so, Father, I pray that at the end of this podcast, my brothers and sisters will learn and will be reminded of the need to have to cultivate a personal relationship with God. I thank you once more because you are God and no one is like unto you. So I ask all this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, the one who is coming back again. Amen. The title of this podcast is Cultivating a Personal Relationship with God. Cultivating a personal relationship with God. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, the topic that we're looking at today is very close to my heart. I remember when I gave my life to Jesus Christ, the one thing that had stayed with me and has continued to be my focal point in this work with Jesus Christ is personal relationship with God. This is so important because without it we cannot be anywhere. Without it we cannot claim to have a walk or a walking relationship with Jesus Christ. So let me begin by asking whether you think we live in a Christian country. And if you think that you live in a Christian country, I want to also ask, what is it that makes you feel so? What is it that makes you think that your country is a Christian nation? While you're still thinking about uh, the response to this question, I want to share with you an important aspect of our lives in Jesus Christ. First off, I must establish here that nowhere in the Bible that Jesus Christ called us into the Christian religion. But he had primarily called us to be his disciples. In fact, the noun disciple, which originated from the Latin word disciplus, means student, learner, or follower. Whereas, The adjective Christian, which by contrast means to act like Christ, was first used in Antioch to qualify Jesus' followers. And that is in the book of Acts of the Apostle, chapter 11, verse number 26. What this means is that we are to live out the life of Christ instead of performing it out. And this is what sets us apart from the over 4,300 religions of the world today. 
This is why in writing to the Corinthian church, the apostle Paul said, that's 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 3, your very lives are a letter that anyone can read by just looking at you. Christ himself wrote it, not with ink, but with God's living spirit, not chiseled into stone, but carved into human lives, and we published it. Many people are opportuned to be born and raised in Christian homes. So they brag about that heritage and say, I went to church all the time. I prayed and read the Bible because that's what good Christians do. However, people like me are not privileged enough to be born in a Christian home. And because of that, I cannot boast, I cannot lay claim on religion, but thank God I can lay claim on the finished work of Calvary without the cosmetics. Hallelujah. Again, Paul said in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 31, as it is written, let him who boasts, boast in the Lord. So brothers and sisters, if we must boast about anything, it must be in the Lord Jesus Christ because that is the only qualifying way to boast in the Lord. Not in the way or places where we were born, not into the family that we were born, but just in Jesus Christ. Many who were raised in Christian homes sometimes grew up knowing about God, but never really knew him personally. That means they knew about the existence of God, but never cultivated a personal relationship with him. To truly know God is to have a personal relationship with him. I know about the Queen Elizabeth II, but I have no personal relationship with her. And that is why my death will not mean anything to her, like if she knows me personally. That is the difference. My brothers and my sisters in Jesus Christ, a personal relationship with Jesus Christ must come from a personal encounter. And a personal encounter with God would always be awe-inspiring. That is difficult to discount. The reason some of us are lukewarm in our Christian faith is because we mistake Christianity for a religion instead of a lifestyle. Without personal relationship with the Creator, it is possible to be religious for as long as you like without God's interference in your life and yet still think that you are following God. I was like that myself for a number of years. I attended one form of church or the order until I was truly overwhelmed by the hunger and thirst for more of God. Only then did I had my own very personal encounter with God. For some, 
All these talk about personal relationship with God may sound mystical and unattainable. And yes, you may be right, but God's word is clear about this. Those who follow after God must abide in him. To do so is to cultivate a personal relationship with him. In as much as it is important for a follower of Jesus Christ to fellowship, relate, and associate with fellow believers, it is even more important to cultivate our personal relationship with God. This is the character that will define you eternally. When your day comes, it will be you, you, and you, and your maker, and no one else. Hear what the Bible says about this. That is the book of Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27. It is appointed for men to die once, but after this, the judgment. You see, this means you and you are the one who would die and alone too. Not with anyone, it will be just you. And not only that you will die without all your worldly possessions and relationships with your wives, husbands, children, family, or friends. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, nothing would matter at this point but the personal relationship you have cultivated with your God. This is why a personal relationship with God is critical to our lives as followers of God. Some people still would be asking why we need a personal relationship with God when we can just join others in religious activities. I have established before that Christianity is not a religion but a lifestyle. After all, Jesus said to us in John chapter 10 verse 10, The thief come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come so that you can have life and have it more abundantly. This is NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. This is also true for some people. They beg their pastors to pray for them, fast for them, depend on others to write out their prayers for them, and so on. I was a pastor of a church some years ago, and it surprised me the first time when I asked a leader of the church to close us in prayer after a church meeting session. When she said no to the request, I found out later that it is impolite to ask someone to pray in that way without informing them at least a week earlier so that they can practice it, prepare for it. But you see, my friends, you do not need a preparation to pray as we are encouraged to pray without ceasing. Call upon the name of the Lord anytime, anywhere. The problem with this individual is simply the lack of personal relationship with God. 
The book of Romans chapter 8 verse 26 to 27 says this. Meanwhile, the moment we get tired in the waiting, God's Spirit is right alongside helping us along. If we don't know how or what to pray, it doesn't matter. He does our praying in and for us, making prayer out of our wordless sighs, our aching groans. He knows us far better than we know ourselves, knows our pregnant condition and keeps us present before God. Another reason why we need to cultivate a personal relationship with God is because ab initio, we were created to have a relationship of friendship with God, a relationship that will take us to a deeper level with God. Now, our key text today, which is the gospel according to St. John chapter 15 verse 1 to 11, Jesus Christ revealed the central reason why a personal relationship with God is all important. So verses number one to three says, I am the real vine and my father is the farmer. He cuts off every branch of me that doesn't bear grapes and every branches that is grape bearing, he prunes back. So it will bear even more. You are already pruned back by the message I have spoken. Following God is a serious business, my friends. As we become like trees planted in the vineyard of the Father, the Father gets busy with us the moment we say yes to Him, the moment we say yes to Jesus Christ. He gets busy with cultivating a lasting relationship, trimming and taking active care of us so that we can grow to be fruitful. For this to happen, we on our side must be pliable in such a way that would let God have this way in the vineyard he owned. This is not possible without a personal relationship with God. Verse number 4 to 8 have this to say. Live in me, make your home in me, just as I do in you. In the same way that a branch can't bear grapes by itself, but only by being joined to the vine, you can't bear fruit unless you are joined with me. I am the vine, you are the branches. When you are joined with me and I with you, the relation intimate and organic. The harvest is sure to be abundant. Separated, you can't produce a thing. Anyone who separates from me is dead wood, gathered up and thrown on the bonfire. But if you make yourself at home with me and my words are at home in you, you can be sure that whatever you ask will be listened to and acted upon. This is how my father shows who he is when you produce grapes, when you mature as my disciples. Wow. 
These verses, using the message translation of the Bible, are self-explanatory and thus demonstrates that it is a clear invitation to us to be one with the Lord so that growth can happen. This, to me, is also an invitation to cultivate a personal, serious relationship with God, as it is, in fact, not possible to remain a child of God without this kind of special relationship. It is not possible to be a child of God without a personal relationship with Him. This is why for those who have been procrastinating about upping their relationship with God to do so now, why you still have chance, why you still can. And those who do not yet know God personally should seek to do so even now. The book of John chapter 1 verse 12 to 13 says, Yet to all who receive him, he gave the power to become sons of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Dear brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, this message is for you today. God does not just want a relationship with you but he wants you to become his son and his daughter verse number 9 to 15 of our key text says i have loved you the way my father has loved me make yourself at home in my love if you keep my commands you will remain intimately at home in my love that's what i have done kept my father's commands and made myself at home in his love. I have told you these things for a purpose that my joy might be your joy and your joy wholly mature. These verses show the process of entering into the personal relationship with God. That process is called love. The agape love. Love drove Jesus Christ down this way. Love made God to care so much for us enough to prune us when we need it. And so that we can be prepared for eternity. My brothers and sisters in the Lord, as I conclude this podcast today, I want to remind you once again that nothing in this world compares to our personal relationship with our God. It is what will keep us from giving up when we want to give up. It is what will keep you from committing suicide when you feel like suicide. It is what will take you to heaven when the time comes, finally. I have been in that place when I feel truly exhausted. I have been in that place when nothing in this world matters anymore. But it is my personal relationship with God that keeps me going. It is therefore my prayer today that you earnestly cultivate your own personal relationship with God as you seek to walk with Him even right now. And I'm asking you today, wherever you may be, that you should release yourself and let God have his way. 
Just let go and let God today. Because you need that relationship with your maker. Because you need that relationship with the one who created the world. That is our calling. And if you have not known God before, this is your chance. You can come to the Lord and ask him to come into your life. I did that myself many, many years ago. And I have no regret. So my brothers and sisters, friends out there, I introduce you to my friend. His name is Jesus Christ. The one who so loves you enough to give his, his life for you. God bless you and let us pray. My Lord and my God, thank you again for this privilege with my brothers and sisters as we share. I ask, O oh Lord, that your mercy will be available to us today. That even when we struggle, O oh God, in our relationship with you, we will find strength in the fact that you are God, in the fact that you first love us. So, Father, I pray for my brothers and for my sisters out there. I pray for those strangers who have not met you yet, that they too will come to know you so that they can have, so that they can cultivate a habit, so that they can cultivate a personal relationship with you. So I thank you today because you are God who answers all prayer. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and soon coming King, Amen.
Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.